You're listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. Hello, welcome to Garibaldi Red. As we look to something a bit different during the international break as ever, I'm delighted to be joined by Forest Wing captain Lindsay Harkins to discuss their season and look ahead to their big game against Derby County this weekend. Lindsay, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, you pulled over in traffic on your way home to speak to me, so I appreciate that. Um, how's it going this season for you? I know you're top of the league, but there's a, a bit of a lot of work to do to get promotion, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we've still got a bit of a way to go in the season yet, so um, it's coming to sort of the business end of the season a little bit now with some big games coming up, like say uh, Derby at the weekend. Um, we've got Burnley soon as well, who are um, well, they they would go top if they win their game in hand. So it's all to play for still. Um, good season so far. We've been picking up some very positive results. Um, but yeah, well, let's see how the, the back end of the season goes. The funny thing about your uh, league, and I know Andy Cook, I've said this when I come on, but only is it still only one team goes up? Is that right? Well, not necessarily, no. So there's, we're in the Northern uh, Premier League. There's also the Southern Premier League. Um, so whoever wins each league then goes into a playoff at the end of the season, I think it's the 20th of May. So then whoever wins that playoff then goes and gets promoted. So you can go it's through and win promoted. Yeah, so it's quite it's quite tough. Um, so, yeah, so like I say, all to play for for both, both leagues. Oh, man. I mean, that must drive you mad, mustn't it? You know, it's so hard to get promoted. It's pretty tough, yeah. I mean, there has been other occasions where the FA have promoted both sides. And I think it depends on what they want to do sort of in the, the leagues, two leagues above the championship and, and obviously the, the Premier League WSL. Um, so it depends on what the FA decide, really. Um, hopefully, they, I think there's talks of it changing, but we've just got to wait and see. Of Obviously not for this season anyway, but for in the future, hopefully it does change because I think, you know, you can go and win your league and I think you should deserve to be promoted on that basis, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Oh, massively. So I've got the table here for people who are watching along so we can see where Forest are. This is in the third tier of the national structure. You can see Forest are top uh, one point ahead of Burnley, who have the game in hand, and Wolves, who are three points behind. Then it's Derby, who we'll talk about in fourth. I think when I've spoken to Andy the last couple of seasons, you've been there or thereabouts in third or fourth. But I don't think you've been top at this stage. Um What's it like? Is there an extra pressure as leaders or not? Does, you, does it add any extra weight on your shoulders? To be honest, I'll, it's not really felt like that. I know we. it sounds really cliche and everyone always says it when you're near the top, like let's play game to game. But it really has felt like that. We've just been kind of going each game at a time, um, working hard in training, doing all the usual things we, we would do. Um, so there's nothing in terms of anything we're doing differently to... Um, any other season really it's just that we've been kind of you get a bit of momentum when you when you pick up the wins it it feels like you feel more positive obviously and you're going into games believing a little bit more um so I think that's played a part we've done a lot of work sort of like off the pitch as a team um psychologically um which I think has helped as well um yeah and I think we're just we're just a very close-knit group so it's been nice to kind of be in, in a lot of winning positions um so far this season Talk to us about the Derby game. Obviously, we all know of the, the rivalry between the football clubs. I guess it's that's the case for you guys as much as it is the men's team. Then, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, it's one it's one of them games that, as a Forest fan or 
again playing for the women's team you you look out for them games um during the season so it'll be nice to, for us to get back to Pride Park again as well um we always get kind of a good crowd there either at the city ground or Pride Park on the return fixtures so yeah it's, it's one we're really looking forward to yeah, this game, uh, Sunday at 2 o'clock at Pride Park, I should say, if uh, Forest fans want to get along and support the team. Obviously, an international break, so no game for the men's first team at the moment. What's your record like, like against Derby? I know, it's, has it been a bit up and down the last couple of years? Have you had the, the better of them? Yeah, it's been a bit up and down. Um, I think, I'm, I'm, if I'm remembering rightly, I think they beat us twice last year. I think, mm. I can't remember now. I think I've tried to forget that. So, But this <laughs> season, we at City Ground um, but they've been having a good season so it's going to be a really good game I think for the neutral or either fans I think it will be a close game so it should be a really good one to for people to come down and, and watch Yeah I mean we talk all the time about the Premier League and this game's a must-win game the, the, the next one obviously the Wolves game does feel like a must-win game does this feel like a must-win game for you guys if you're going to go up or do you not uh, are you not able to look at games that way or you might come unstuck no, I think it would be silly of us to say it's not a must-win. I won't say must-win. We, we want to do everything we can to do to win that game, and they will be doing the same. They're they're still in for the league as well. So it's that's what when I say about it being really exciting game to come and watch. I think it. I genuinely do think it will be. Cause both teams will probably be going for it and trying to get the win. So yeah, it's it's one we're looking to. That's our next game. So that's the one we're putting all the effort into this week for and preparing rightly for it. I was just looking at recent results before I started talking to you and I see Derby lost their last game and you guys drew against Loughborough, who are bottom of the league, which I, I guess wasn't a result you saw coming. I don't know the circumstances of the game, but does that put a different dimension on this one or not? Yeah, so um, we went we played Loughborough midweek last week on a Thursday. Um, again, they're always a tough team to play. They always We've got a few ex-players um, that used to play for us that now play for them. So it gives that extra bit of spice and sort of you know, makes it more difficult for us. And to be honest, first half, we were, we were terrible. Um, we deserved losing. We were 2-0 down at half-time. So we had to come out and sort of go for it second half. And I think to get the draw was quite important for us not to lose that game. So we showed a bit of character, um, which is what we're about, really. So it was good to get that um, point on board. Um, and again, Derby, I think they lost to Burnley at, on Sunday. So another team that are are doing well this season so it, it was probably it's probably one for them that they want to kind of put that result right as well which again makes add, added spice for the weekend looking at the bigger picture of the next few years for yourself and the, the football club what are you hoping Forest can achieve and what level do you think they they could get to because there's so many you know well not well funded relatively well funded clubs in women's football now compared to what they used to be what, what do you think Forest Women can do in the next two or three years? Our aim is to get promoted. That's We've been saying it for a few years now and I think things behind the scenes are slowly improving and, and we're kind of building on that. So it's down to us on the pitch to kind of get us, us promoted and in, into the championship. Um, and yeah, just see where things go. Like you say, there's been a lot of more... I think the Euros win for the, for the Lionesses has been a huge publicity that's... Um, gaining momentum in the women's game and kind of the sponsorships and things that come with it at the top level. So I think for us, at the th uh, we're the third tier, obviously. And I think it's kind of just keep building on that, keep sort of back it, piggybacking on the back of, of that win and, and keep the momentum going. And yeah, ultimately get promoted into the championship is, is our aim. 
How much has it evolved for yourself through your career, the women's game? Because I know you've played at the, the highest level, haven't you? I think with, with Doncaster, I think I'm right in saying. How's women's football evolved through the last 10 years for you playing at this level? Well, I think, well, even growing up, like when I was a young girl, I didn't have, we, we didn't really see many women's games sort of on telly um, and things like that. Whereas now girls can sort of grow up aspiring to be a professional footballer. Whereas I don't think when, when I was young, I saw that as being an opportunity. Whereas now it's kind of at the top level, there's a lot of, prof well, all the clubs at the top level are professional. And then the championship, I think there's only perhaps two that are semi-professional where the rest of them are professional. So it's, it's, it's grown massively. And I think it's sort of credit to the work that the, the people behind the scenes are doing and the Lioness is winning, like I've said before, that's only going to help the situation. And so people giving it a bit of a chance because I think some people are pre uh, sort of pleasantly surprised when they sort of watch women's football when they realise very technical. Yes, we might not be as fast as the men, but if you look at the technical ability and everything that's coming with it and the improvements in the game, it's been huge over the last few years um, and, it, and it's continuing to grow. Have you seen that yourself then at Forest Women? <coughs> Excuse me. Just over the last I, two or three years in terms of technical ability then? Yeah, I think the standard in our leagues uh, has gone up and again in the leagues above it, it's gone up again as well. So yeah, I think we're in the last few years we've kind of just been a little bit short in terms of the league um, running. Um, not where we've wanted to be, but this year we've, we've pushed on a bit more and yeah, we'll just see how that goes, obviously. But um, I think we're improving across the board. Can you give viewers um, an insight into what a week looks like for you as a semi-pro footballer for, for Forest Women? Because I know like men's non-league teams, they'll train Tuesday, Thursday. Is it similar for you guys at, this, at your level still? Yeah, so we're still classed as amateur. We're not we're not semi-professional. Um, mm. So a lot of us have full-time jobs. Um, well, I've come from work today like to speak to you. So I work nine to five pretty much uh, Monday to Friday, um, which a lot of the girls are the same. Some are at university. Um, I've got two children too. Um, so it's balancing kind of with family life and football and work. So on a, a typical week of training, it's Tuesday, Thursdays, we train on the pitch. Wednesdays is a gym session and analysis and then normally we'll probably play on a Sunday the odd time we get like a midweek game Tuesday Wednesday or Thursday depending sort of on the opposition and pitch availability so yeah it's um and then again Monday Fridays we have sessions that we can do gym sessions as well so it's quite hectic um schedule in terms of balancing everything but we all say like we wouldn't do it if we didn't love it so it's it's all good yeah, true. I don't know how you get any sleep if you've got young kids and a job as well, but fair play. And family that really support me and a lot of the girls will say the same. What would you like the kind of next step for um, women's football then in, in general to be? I know you can't speak for Nottingham Forest, obviously, but is the dream that, you know, from, say, the championship down that every club's professional, is that realistic or not? Or championship up, I, I should say. Yeah, I mean, the way things are going, it is improving. So it's, that's, yeah, ultimately it can be a dream. Um, we'll see how that goes. But um, I think it's it's just got to keep feeding through to the lower leagues. If we can expand the, the top leagues, then that'll be even better, I think. Like you said before, at the start of this conversation, that if both of the teams that win the South, South, and, uh, South and North League, if they can get promoted, then that's obviously extending that league above. So that would be um, a step going forward as well. So, yeah, just keep, keep going and see see how it goes 
And just talk a bit more about this derby game then. Where what kind of areas are these games won and lost in there? Won and lost in then these local derbies for you? Um, they've been quite close in in recent in recent years. It's always sort of a bit of a battle midfield, whatever it will be. Um, again, they're 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 doing well this season. We're doing pretty well as well. So I think it'll t- well both boxes is going to be crucial, isn't it? Keeping them out, trying to keep a clean sheet. Um, and kind of trusting our forwards that have been in good form this season so far um, to get the goals at the other end. Are the crowd a factor? I mean, like we, you know, the city ground for the men's team is obviously massive. I I went to watch you guys play Man City women and there was a, a massive crowd there a couple of years ago. Obviously, you didn't get the result because they're a, an amazing team. But can the, a big crowd be a factor in these games or not? Yeah, I think it can help. Of course it can. Um, I think we've um, over the season, we've kind of seen the attendances grow and um, we play at Eastwood normally on sort of our home games um, and we get we're getting really decent crowds for sort of talking the last few years it's really up to, up to about probably 500 is that sort of been the average this season there which is it's really good for us but obviously at the at the stadiums you kind of it attracts more people obviously go to a nice stadium and um, with it being the international break like you say that I think it will bring more people out. Hopefully, um, yeah, and we all we can always hear them when you're playing. Like, I think it's as you are playing, you you kind of you obviously focused on the game, so you can't you kind of hear them in the peripheral vision, um, peripheral sort of thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, if we get as many Forest fans down there on Sunday cheering on for us, I think it will help us no end. And when you go, when people go to Eastwood. I mean, I, I imagine it's like quite. Is it like a quite a family friendly crowd if you've got young kids? Is it the perfect environment to almost introduce them to football where it's not not quite as loud as the city ground? Is it a good way to get people into football? Yeah, definitely. Um, the city um, the city ground, again, it's even then, it's, it's great. It's, everyone sits together. There's no sort of segregation. So my children come to the games and there's a lot of children that do come um, to our matches. So there's not... I know typically at men's football you hear a lot of swearing and things like that. It's, it's not really like that. It's quite family orientated. Um, at Eastwood, we've had um, Robin Hood, the mascot, down. We've had a few games and things, and there's a lot of things going on. They always get a chance to kind of speak to all the players after the game. There's always a big queue for us to sign autographs and have a photo with them all. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a nice environment. And I think, again, it's one of them things if you bring your kids down or just adults, it's fine. Um, then they always kind of have a good, good time and hopefully we'll get a win for them. Yeah, my kids have had a photo taken with a few of the players, maybe, maybe yourself actually as well. I'm not sure. I mean, is that nice for you though, to be a bit of a role model still? Yeah, I think it's important. We always take the time out to kind of speak to everyone because we we were them kids one day where, you know, you look up to whoever playing in front of you and you want to kind of aspire to be like them. So I think it's important for us to kind of take our time out to speak to everyone and thank them for the support for us. Who did you aspire to be then? Because, you know, I guess it was harder to to be a woman, uh, get into women's football. You know, I don't know how old you are. I wouldn't dare ask, but 10, 15 years ago, uh, there might not have been those female role models that there are now. Who did you aspire to be when you were playing in the back garden? Um, yeah, there was, a f- there was a few odd games, like England games that used to be on telly. So I always used to love um, Alex Scott, who you obviously see a lot on telly now. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a player called Rachel Yankee. I think she's the top parents hold of for England and she was amazing so I always like to play um sort of aspire to be like them but in the men's game I don't know anyone at Forest really I used to go a lot to the Forest games so 
um, yeah, that was it really. Were you a regular at the city ground then? He was my favourite. Did I say again? I lost you there. I used to love him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, me too. Massively, massively. <laughs> um, just give us a final plug for the Derby game then um, before we go, a, a message about how people can come and watch and what it would mean to have that support to you guys. Yeah, I think it'll be massive to get a big crowd um, supporting us would be amazing. So hopefully a lot of people can come down and um, give us a support this on the Sunday afternoon. I'm pretty sure tickets you can purchase on the gate, I think. And um, you can definitely buy them online beforehand. So get online, get your tickets and hopefully come and support us and we'll try to get the three points. Yeah, it's always nice to take the points away from Pride Park, certainly. So hopefully that happens again. Uh, Lindsay, thanks very much for joining us and good luck for the game on Sunday and obviously the rest of the season as well. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Uh, hopefully people enjoyed that. As ever, do like and subscribe. We'll be back on Monday with uh, Arsha Ali talking about his love of Forest. And then uh, next week I did some recording today at a charity in Beeston for called Sporting Memories with people with dementia. And then we'll be back with a Wolves preview if people's nerves can handle it before uh, the next game back in the Premier League after this uh, international break. So have a good time, a good weekend, everyone. And we shall see you soon.